0: You're listening to Episode 3 of Soul Power, Heal and Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Marilyn Smith. In this episode, I'm going to interview Dr. Peter Hadova, the author of the book Shen Medicine. Dr. Hadova has done research to gather information on very amazing cases that applied the wisdom and the practical techniques of Shen medicine. In this interview, he will give you hints about what is in the book and what he will be sharing in a workshop he will do the last weekend of February at Master Shaw Soul Healing Center, San Francisco. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Marilyn Smith. I am widely recognized as one of Dr. and Master Zhigong Sha's top teachers, healers, and I'm the author of Gratitude, A Key to Happiness. In this podcast, I'm going to share the wisdom I have acquired through the direct teaching from Dr. and Master Zhigong Sha to give each of you a way to use soul power to transform your lives. I will share with you how to access the unlimited power of soul and practical methods for accessing that power. This can bring transformation to those who struggle with chronic conditions, emotional imbalances, relationship and financial hardships, and more. These sacred soul secrets have existed for over 5,000 years and are now being shared with you, combined with modern wisdom. Stay tuned. Well, greetings, Dr. Peter. This is the way that um, I would like all of my listeners on so, Power with Marilyn, to know the guest that I'm going to be interviewing. He is a doctor, an a MD, and his specialty is neurosurgeon. He also has been a professor, a university professor. So this is his background from his training I would say this is probably his Yang background as far as I'm concerned because these are the credentials that he has earned with many rigorous, rigorous hours of study and effort and many other things. The Yin aspect is I also know him as Peter. We have both been students of Dr. and Master Sha. Was, uh, a student before I was, but I've known him since 2009, which is very special. So that's the yin aspect, the friendship aspect of this introduction to our guest for today. And I'm really excited about having Peter as a guest, and I'm going to invite him to add a little bit to the introduction that I gave and then I have a couple of questions that will be so amazing and so interesting to all of the listeners because it is absolutely a unique approach to everything that Peter will be sharing with us, to research, to medicine, and more. So we, uh, is there something that you would like to add to your background to give our to give my listeners a more complete appreciation for who you are?
1: Oh, thank you, Marilyn. Uh, well, one thing we forgot to say that I'm your friend for already about nineteen years. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that maybe we can mention since I was very young, I was searching uh, for um, healing with energy. Um, I recognized, I think in my early teens, that I have some sort of power in my hands. And um, so through my life, I have been very much interested how to heal with energy. I trained myself as an acupuncturist Um, I've been practicing acupuncture for many decades. And um, then I learned also how to heal with the energy from Chinese masters. Um, So uh, Qigong, um, healing Qigong, different style of the Qigong. So that has been my uh, interest through my entire, most of my life, I would say. And also I have been avid meditator uh, Mm
0: -hmm. for many decades. Beautiful. Thank you so much for adding those details because it really completes um, the, the appreciation, not only for your background, for what you will be presenting. And before we continue on too much into this interview, I want to let all of my listeners know that Peter will be in San Francisco. This is really a wonderful opportunity. He will be there as a visiting teacher the last weekend of February, and he will be teaching based on his book, Shen Medicine. So that's really what I'm going to be asking a little bit of information about. Um, The whole approach of Shen Medicine is really a new term. I, You know, I'm familiar with the various kinds of medicine. This truly is a new term, and I am familiar with it because of also being a student of Master Shah. But for the listeners, if you could give an idea of what this term means when you, when you use it as the title for your book. Shen medicine means...
1: Uh, literally message medicine. The same medicine, um, main uh, idea is that everything has a message, the, our body has a many messages that tells it how to operate properly. And uh, the illness uh, occurs when some of these messages become corrupted. So, in a nutshell, that's the whole idea. And one more, in uh, order to become healthy again, we need to work on the corruptive message.
0: That's an amazing summary. <laughs> yes, <laughs> for a whole body of work. <laughs> that is, it's excellent and. Could you expand maybe a little bit more on the idea of the messages that our bodies have?
1: Yes. Well, we have the messages which we uh, are born with. The the main uh, storage of all these type of messages on the material level is our genes. Genes are basically a piece of information for any type of... Uh, function in the cells. So whatever in the cell is happening, whatever organ is doing, all is regulated by genes. And so the genes are basically like a Morse code. Um, And um, there are mechanisms how this information is retrieved from the storage and how it works inside the cell and tell the cell what to do. So we know from modern medicine that if these genes are broken somewhere, then there are genetic uh, illnesses. Yeah, And as we are going uh, further further since discovery of the genes, uh, we know that it's not only inherited illnesses, but the genes can be broken through the life. And if we want to repair the illness, we need to repair the genes. So that's the most... I, actually this is a most modern uh, cutting-edge medicine. Well, then there are messages that we get from outside. Uh, So uh, one of the genes, the messages from outside are viruses. Mm. One scientist described virus is like a basically protein shell, imagine like an egg shell, yeah? So it makes a protein, and inside is a piece of bad news. <laughs> protein shell with the uh, bad news inside, and so that's the what virus is. The virus has a piece of the genes that tells it to replicate, to multiply whenever it comes. So, gene uh, the virus uh, gets stuck on the cell then injects this piece of bad news. Inside the cell, and then starts to multiply in the new in the cell and infect cell, and then spreads. Uh, the cell is start to cough it out, and basically is coughing out these uh, pieces of bad news, and it just spreads through the whole body, and we got sick. Um, so that's that's what it is. I mean, we know that now the very severe virus is spreading out from the China through so the world, and. Uh, most amazing is that this message is not coming only in the form of the virus, but uh, uh, it is spreading something else. The information is spreading about something else also on the unseen level. Uh, I saw today, I reviewed the CNN. I don't know if you watch CNN. Do you watch CNN? No, I sometimes right now I'm following the virus uh, stories. So how it is spreading. And I saw the appalling news. Uh, they showed the, the videos, the, uh, some Chinese woman was beaten in the, in the subway in, uh, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply attacked like a xenophobic attacks. Um, so the, there, are, there is something like a panic spreading through the world panic, fear, hostility. So there is another type of information that is making us sick. It's not only the virus, that information that gets inside the cell, the piece of RNA, but it is also something on unseen level that is affecting our minds. And so those are the different type of messages. Uh, that we also need to to heal.
0: And that comparison of an egg with bad news inside is so perfect because someone like me who does not have a medical background can understand that very clearly. And how it applies not only to something physical like the actual virus But also on the non-physical, we would call the spiritual realm. Bad news that lets us know that attacking a person is okay. So that that is really amazing. And no, I did not um, I haven't been on the news or anything today, so I was not aware of that. Unfortunately, it does not surprise me. I would think. Since this is message medicine, um, I would think that this approach to healing, I'm going to call it healing, um, since you're a physician, and would apply not only to physical things, but also to what you just referred to, the, the emotions that we carry, the negative thoughts, the negative mindsets. Could you say a little bit about that? Yes, so um,
1: I can give the example what happened several years ago, it happened in in, uh, Hong Kong. Somebody uh, sent a text message that one bank is going to run, it is going to collapse. And the bank was actually in the perfect shape. It was one of the best banks in the Hong Kong. But the text message went out, then the person saw it so right away, sent to all his contacts, then every of his contacts sent it to to all his contacts and the panic started. So the morning next day, there were zillions of people banging on the door of the bank uh, and they were going to pull out all the cash accounts. By the noon, They had to shut down the bank because it was running out of cash. From totally normal state, it was going to run. Um, So the one malicious, uh, intentional fake news can actually destroy. Um, So can create a huge havoc in society. It can create a huge havoc in the person. I remember myself, I, uh, I was, <clears throat> as a young boy, I was uh, very active in sports. I was doing judo and karate. And therefore, I was sort of bulky guy. I was, you know, stocky. And, um, and uh, when I moved, I moved like martial artists. You know, the, in judo, you work, walk sort of almost like a duck. So you are always uh, stable. <laughs> um, and I developed that habit uh, unconsciously well at any rate um, <clears throat> what happened is that we got a new teacher of the phys ed. and that teacher one day said he was with us very short time he said he wants to um, do a class in gymnastics like you know like a group gymnastics who would like to join and I right away step up uh, forward that I would like to join and he looked at me and he said, oh, you just like a piece of wood, how you want to do that. You are, you just can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what that hit me so badly. It was a very unsensitive way to say, well, you know, my movements were like that because I was a martial artist, but I was, I was very quick, very flexible. You know, the movement could have been very brisk it came to it but he didn't know me and he just said this and consequently I refused to dance. Uh-huh. So eventually even my parents noticed that I am very shy I don't want to dance they put me to the to the school for dancing eventually and, and it took a while until I overcome this. One unpleasant message placed into my mind uh, created this type of unpleasant situation in my life. And actually, I was able to clear this unpleasant message only when I studied with Master Shah. And three years ago, I went to a wedding of my niece. And to my greatest delight, I could dance much longer and much better than my uh, brother, who is uh, three years younger. <laughs> <laughs> I was lo- like a lion of the, of, the, of the park. I was dancing um, more than an hour straight.
0: <laughs> That's a beautiful story. It's another kind of Shen medicine application. Could you uh, make some comments about some of what you learned by doing the research for the book <clears throat> in medicine?
1: We are doing research with Master Shah for, now uh, what, 20 years. Our, our first study we have done with John Gray. You know John Gray, This yeah. women are from Venus, men is from Mars, that book. <laughs> Many people know about it. So I had a great joy to do the research with both of them. 2001, uh, and then shortly after we presented results in um, conference in New York uh, in June, 2001. Uh, so that was our first study in spirituality. Uh, now we have been doing uh, many different kinds of studies where we are documenting how the message can be changed through master's of techniques. The, the, we did the randomized studies, we did the non-randomized studies, now we are doing randomized studies actually in California, in Germany, and we did non-randomized studies in Maryland, uh, U.S. So we are doing uh, several different studies uh, into the pain, into depression, into actually cancer patients. And we presented our results in numerous conferences through the years. Is
0: that those are all things that are so prominent, and really such major issues in society: pain, depression, cancer. What are what are some of the? Um, characteristics of people, well I'm assuming since the book is published, I'm assuming the results were very good. What are some of the characteristics of people who, not their personalities, but what made it possible for some people to experience, um, I'm going to call it a reversal in their situation, This is
1: a fundamental question. Really, I I see that in my patients, you know, I've been doctor for more decades than I want to count. (laughs) (laughs) I actually never believed that I will be doctor for so long time. (laughs) But I still enjoy to do it, yeah. I, I like to feel useful talking to people and helping them. It's a great feeling, so I do that. Um, And so what what happens is that I I can actually see the patient and I already have a feeling how well they will do. This is a simple, you know, I have a people and classic story. They get a back pain or neck pain, and then they are signed out from the work and they are sitting at home, uh, becoming depressed. They can't make money. They try to go back to work, but it just doesn't function, doesn't work. Then they are laid off. Suddenly mm-hmm. they are without money. They are on some sort of disability, patient, uh, minimal, just barely surviving. They have no money for physiotherapy, barely have some money for pain medication. They get depressed. They get grouchy, snappy, irritated. So then marital uh, discord is following and then they end up sitting on the couch watching telly munching on some junk food ghetto bees they are just done they walk to my office and they want me to give them a some sort of miracle pill to save their life
0: mm-hmm.
1: they are just in the lost hope and it's very difficult to help them. So what you can prescribe them. If there is not enough insight to do this, then they just just can't get through. Um, I have seen the patient, um, you know, patients. I see that they have a pain for many years, but they are still fighting it. They are, Mm -hmm still employed, even partial or part times, but they are still employed. They try, they modify the life, but they still have hobbies. So there is no more dancing, no more skiing, uh, no uh, bungee jumping, but they still can do gardening or, or, you know, at least go to church and sit and talk to friends and they can do better. Because they have that inner drive. Mm-hmm. Once they lose that, they 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 can't. And I see the same thing with the Shen medicine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If that inside power is broken, if that message of the inside power is broken somehow, people don't get better. Wow. We we see that. We see that because We do the studies, even recently, I just, about two weeks ago, I analyzed pain study. Uh, People have a pain, but they would not trace. They would not do meditation. Average from 50 people, average length of the amount of the practice is about eight minutes a day.
0: Oh, wow. Well, imagine
1: that you have no money, you have, horrendous pain all the time, all your relationships are broken, you have no hobbies, you are just shredded to this type of pitiful existence, you have all the time in the world, but you would not take the card and trace it. You do eight minutes a week.
0: Which uh, absolutely would not do the job. That's so obvious. And and
1: they feel, they feel a bit better. They report to others, they feel a bit better. But they don't do more. They do eight minutes a week. It's totally hard to comprehend. And it's for free. Just see it and trace calligraphy. But Mm -hmm. even that, they would not do.
0: So it sounds like Shen medicine... (laughs) It has the secret for reversing serious conditions. And now like the next secret is to get people to use Shen medicine.
1: That's right. And so over the years, I have learned that there has to be some sort of injection mm. of the positive message. Yes. Something to make that boost something which makes people to get excited about the life again, to give them their hope, to give them the vision. Yes, I can get better. And it has to be given. So it lasts, it's at least a week. Something has to be given. And it is just some very powerful, huge message Mm -hmm. that keeps them going for several days. And they can catch up on the train, jump on the bandwagon uh, and then carry on on their own. And if they are fading away, they run back to the place where they can get another injection. And then they can carry on again. So you know what I'm talking about?
0: Uh, yeah, injection uh, of this amazing light.
1: Yeah, they need a Daochang Chang experience
0: mm-hmm. or they
1: need to be in the present presence of the healer that the, has been trained by Master Shah, who can do this to bring a very positive message from heaven and lighten up the spark
0: again. Do you know, it's so exciting. I, this is not new to me because as I said at the beginning, being a student with you, being a friend, I listened to the progress of this. And the progression of this, but it's still so exciting to me to um, hear the summary statement of Shen Medicine. The condition that some people are in your term shredded is so graphic I thought, oh my goodness. But to know that even in that condition an injection of light can change that. That even that message Can be changed. And so, um, Peter, I am going to leave this as a teaser because when people come to the workshop that you are going to be leading in San Francisco, or they can also sign up for a webcast, they don't have to be physically present, they can participate globally, they will be able to get a Um, teaching and sharing of wisdom about this injection of light and the (laughs) impact that it has on Shen medicine because I know that the statistics are amazing. Could you just mention a couple of statistics so that listeners would have an appreciation of why this injection of light is so significant?
1: Uh, Well, first I will address this teaser, have uh, you mentioned it, uh, I can tell you very uh, interesting thing happened. Last year, when I was coming to do this presentation in one of the centers, I was invited to local radio station. And the lady asked me, so how is this message messages changed in the cells? What do you do? And somehow I felt, you know, we have this feeling inside. I said, oh, you know, you would need to see it practically. Uh, It's better not to speak like this on the radio. If we say something people can try, they may not do it the right way. And then she tried again. She tried three times and three times I dodged the question. Believe or not, she showed up on my workshop. She, she wanted to know. Yeah, she wanted to know how it is done. Uh, and she, she stayed for both two days. <laughs>
0: oh, good for, her. Yeah. good for her.
1: Yeah. So, the second question was, <clears throat> what it was you wanted to... A couple of the statistics. Ah, a couple of statistics. So, to measure the effect of this, we have used the... It is a questionnaire that has been used for many decades initially started by the big insurance company in, I think in California to measure how the people are doing. And then, so based on that, they can uh, appreciate what kind of insurance they deserve. And, uh, but later it, it, it has been made better and better. It's widely used for the research that uh, we can document the performance or functional abilities of the people. And so we we uh, assessed uh, our subjects before anything happened and Master Shah gives them the healing and they start to practice with the calligraphy. And after the months, we did the questionnaire again. And then we analyzed the score and to our big amazement, the all score, were significantly improved, statistically positive, and uh, actually the degree of improvement was staggering. It was about 15, 20% improvement. So imagine that in average these people were functioning at level about 45, 30, 35 to So it means if you are functioning below 50, you are sort of dependent on someone else to do some part of your things. Whatever, combing or you know doing shopping or do uh, housework. You know, you just can't do it. Either you are physically short of breath or you have a back pain or whatever. Symptoms would preclude people to function. So they the average about uh, 35, 45 in that range now after they were about 50 50 60 so that group of 100 people become self-independent within one
0: month that that truly is dramatic That's that's amazing that's it yeah and with um with no And not having to ingest anything.
1: That's right. Well, I don't think there is any, actually any medication that can make you to improve performance. Uh Uh, Well, we can, You give the ibuprofen, so people, or something which is releasing the stiffness of the back, people will improve, yes? But one pill, there's one kind of medication that would improve people in so many different ways physical functioning, social functioning, emotional functioning, Uh pain reduction, symptoms reduction. I have not seen anything like that in my career as a doctor.
0: This is really exciting and I know that this will be part of your presentation when you're in San Francisco, so I'm not going to keep asking you more questions, but these little bits of Uh, information that you have these given to us are really wonderful teasers to let people know how much more is possible and how much more to learn and what a difference it can make not even if somebody's not in pain or or, um, depressed or has cancer but just to enhance each one's quality of life.
1: Yes absolutely and see not just that, but we can improve quality of life. We can improve our stamina. We can improve our vitality. Mm-hmm. And especially important now when there is this virus scare. Absolutely. You know, why don't, you know, if, if you can improve your uh, strengths, your uh, ability to withstand the infection, uh, should it come, why not? That's very, very important, yes? but. One, one more thing I want to stress so we don't uh, create uh, some confusion in our listeners. I am a medical doctor and I, I practice medicine, different kinds of medicine. I was a neurologist. I was general surgeon. I was, a, I was doing rotations in general surgery, in uh, internal medicine. So, you know, like, like every doctor, we have to rotate. And I was trained in Toronto as a neurosurgeon. So I practice and see many different things to be done for people. Um, and I know that there are very important and valid, um, well um, developed techniques. Um, our teacher, Master Shah, always emphasize. And if you remember, already mentioned that very clearly, 2007 when we were at United Nations together, He was receiving the award, Martin Luther Uh, Award. So, uh, he, he, that time said that there is no medicine that is perfect. Every kind of medicine has the limitations. So, for example, uh, this Shen medicine is perfect. Yeah, in many ways. But if you fall down and break your leg, you are not going to... Uh, do chanting, uh, you are not going to go to herbalist, you will go to you go 911 and you go to the hospital and have your cast placed on. Yeah, <laughs> then you may use the shared medicine to have the break healed faster, but or better and less pain, less swelling. Yeah, the, you can have that type of, but you need to have the cast, otherwise, it will not heal. So, the best results we uh, we achieve, when we combine all the possible modalities.
0: Mm-hmm. We, uh,
1: we combine the, the conventional medicine, we combine, uh, came, you know, like a surgeon, you know, yeah, I'm a surgeon, I do surgery, I prescribe medication, I prescribe physiotherapy, people have to exercise, I prescribe diet, and I, I tell the patient, okay, you can, you can meditate and uh, relax, so your back uh, hurts you less. So we, we use everything that can help the patient. And uh, we need to avoid some dramatic, you know, unilateral approaches, uh, extreme on
0: either side. Yeah. That's an excellent point. And the people listening are not able to see us, but be, we both wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> perfect example of combining approaches. Well, Peter, and, and for sake of some of the listeners, Dr. Hadova, it has been a positive delight to have you on this podcast and to be able to introduce you this way to a very broad audience so that many people will have this opportunity to learn about this new approach, which truly is so exciting to me. I really am so grateful to you. Thank you so very much.
1: Well, thank you for having me on your show. That has been a
0: great delight. Thank you. But perhaps there will be another opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. If this podcast episode was beneficial to you, and you now have a practical way to address one issue in your life, I would be so grateful if you would give a positive rating and review and also share this podcast with your loved ones, friends, co-workers, with anyone who would also benefit to have some aspect of their lives improve. You can also contact me via Facebook at Soul Power with Marilyn. I will personally respond to your message and may even use your question or comment in a future podcast. Together, we can use soul power to make a difference for humanity and Mother Earth.